life was like a box of chocolates. There is no place like... You talking to me? All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Nobody puts baby in a I could have been a contender. He's looking at you, kid. Here's Johnny. A very particular set of skills. Your milkshake. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll be back. I am the father. I'm Spartacus. Shell off to my little friend. Why so serious? You shall not Welcome to the Real Features Podcast. As part of our coverage of this year's Revelation Perth International Film Festival, we are so pleased to get a chance to speak to the talented filmmakers of the hilarious short film, Bald Future. Welcome co-directors Riley Archer-Whelan and Michael Winty, and the movie star who you might know from the amazing Australian comedy group Auntie Donna, Mark Bonanno. Guys, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thanks you so up. much for having us here. It's okay. It's okay. It's been good so far. So far, so good. It's a strong start. But... <laughs> I love him, Mark. Anyway, we'll, we'll... love the energy. Off, this is good. He phased me. First off, love the short film. It's awesome. It's good old fashioned dark comedy. Um, for our listeners, now I'll throw it out to the group. Um, are one of you able to give us the elevator picture? I guess about what it's about. Sure. Um, so it's about an office worker, Peter, who believes. His boldness is the root of all his colleagues' disdain towards him, especially his boss, and all he wants is to fit in at the office. And then his worst nightmare comes true when the new hire, Brad, with his luxurious hair, is given all of Peter's accounts. So with his job hanging by a thread, he concocts an insidious way of dealing with his his new foe and reclaiming some respect in the office. Yeah. Very good. Very concise without giving away too much. I like it. Yeah, that was great. Leave a couple yeah. of surprises it's in there for you. Yeah, yeah. You, you've done that before. You've said that before. <laughs> I like it. Um, there, there is something magical about the, I guess, watching it. We've been lucky enough to get a screener of it. The juxtaposition of, you know, that mundane office life and politics crossed with the dark parts of the film, which I really loved. And, and did this inspiration come from spending time in an office environment yeah definitely um i when i was studying film i used to work in law firms in melbourne and they were just the <laughs> driest places and they were with some insane bosses and i just my disdain for offices came from there just the mundane nature of the yep. work and you just pretend to look busy when you're scrolling Reddit and the little fakeness and the bosses obviously trying to manipulate you and make it seem like you should care about the business or something and they think they're getting one over on you and they never are. And I just, I that's every office I've ever worked in. It yeah. drove me insane. So everything I write now is about offices. Yep. I think everyone probably dreams about shooting up their office or something. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, I want to agree, but you know, <laughs> just to make dreams. it not as awkward. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but just no. on that, I mean, of course so Michael, not. you've kind of given us in in fact, like that, that's, I'm assuming that was like the shittest job you have working in a law firm. But I mean, um, Mark, for example, what, what's the shittest job you've had? Oh man, I've had a lot. I've had a lot of real shit jobs. I went through a phase in my life where every six months I would quit or get fired from a job and then get a new one. Cause as soon as 
if I was good at it and they wanted to give me responsibility, I quit. And if yep. I was bad at it, I get fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I went through. A, I'm trying to think of the shittest one. I was a receptionist at a sun, at like a tanning salon, but like before the the beds, you know, the like the beds with the lamps in it. Like the solarium. I think they're yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like a solarium. Yeah. I was a receptionist there, and and all the all the girls that were mean to me in high school used to come in, and <laughs> I had to show them their way to their tanning bed. Yeah, which was good because I was like, hey. If something happens, that's, would you? Yeah, I was gonna say, would you crank it a little bit more when they're yeah, in yeah, there? Give it a bit well, too no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not liable to say what I, <laughs> I can't say. Uh, that was a pretty shit job. Uh, I don't know, worked at. I thought my dream job would be JB Hi-Fi. Yes, uh, right, because yeah. I love movies. I love music. I was in a band at the time. I was like, fuck yeah! And then I got a job at JB Hi-Fi and swiftly realized it's literally just packing shelves and there is no magic i'm like you'll talk about movies and music all day no everyone hates you no yeah. one wants to talk to you and i got fired so that was pretty shit yep it takes a when, lot of did... courage to Sorry. yeah that takes a lot of courage to quit like you said like if they were a really terrible job you'd either quit them or get fired but yeah mostly did like a ghosting situation where I just tried to work as terribly as possible and hope that they stopped rostering me on. Yes. I officially quit any jobs. Yeah. yeah force I, ghost, I ghosted Woolworths. That was sick. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There is an empowerment <laughs> though to quitting. Like if you just go, I don't want this. Like, yeah. that's pretty yeah. awesome. That is. Yeah, did you do any dramatic quitting, Mark? Like, nah, not really. It was more just like, it was always a bit sad. They were like, don't go. And I was like, I can't stay. You want me to... <laughs> I don't want to be here. There was one owner of a cafe on Chapel Street in Melbourne who I think I broke his little heart, his little cocaine-fueled heart. Yeah, yeah. It would have exploded yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, funny. Uh, I actually used to work at JV Hi-Fi in a law firm. So, uh, yeah. hopefully, uh, I didn't... <laughs> Good um, examples. Which, yeah, I was going to say, which which store did you work at, Mark? Hopefully, I didn't have any involvement. In Werribee. That. Did you grow up in Werribee? <laughs> no. 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 Of course you didn't. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and, and what about you, Riley? What was your shittest job? Um, probably for me, it was just working in restaurants and just the mundanity of doing like the same thing. Like you'd clean dishes and then someone would dirty them again and then you had to keep cleaning them. Um, that kind of thing. And then like the bosses, you know, the same kind of thing, like bosses being like, look busy, even though you've cleaned the bowl. Yeah. It always sucks the life out of you to try and look busy. Yeah. Why don't you get a business that keeps me busy? You know? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. We digress. Uh, Mark, you played a, um, speaking of bosses, yeah. you played a boss in this film. Oh, yeah. And where did the inspiration from that come from? Just talk us through that character because it was hilarious. Oh, thank you. Um, I just, I, I, we did a reading. We did a reading early on and uh, I came in and I was trying to do a thing. And then uh, Riley and, and Michael pulled me aside and they're like, hey, can you you just do like you? And I was like, oh, yeah, all right. (laughs) Because, (laughs) and then as soon as I started doing it like me, I was like, oh, 
it makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> and be like it works. Like, boss. Sorry, what were you saying, Riley? Trying to be like a serious boss. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was going for something, and it wasn't quite working. They were just like, "Hey, just, just don't do that. Do the yeah. thing that you do. That's good, and not that thing." And I was like, "All right." And then I just had a lot of fun with it. I, I don't know. It's, it's like, for me, this, this, this sort of uh, project where, um, uh, you know, it's always the most flattering thing in the world when you don't have to audition. Uh, yes. When someone is just like, "Hey." we think you'd be right for this. So just come in and do it if you want to. It's always the most flattering thing in the world. Uh, and it's rarely I'll say no to anything, anything <laughs> is approached to me with that sort of angle. Like we wrote this with you in mind or we wrote this movie, unless I'm just like, um, uh, too, too busy. That's it's, it's really, I'll, I'll, I'll say no to that, to that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, like I don't know. It was just, it was just, it was just a ball. I just, yeah. I just, there wasn't a lot of like, it wasn't too much character stuff for me. For me, it was really like just coming in and 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 filling in that that comedic sort of part that the that the that the, 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 the script sort of required and that I fit into quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. in doing though, you did bring so much character in with you. Like I was actually surprised by the depth um mark brought to the character um so there was this moment when um the he had we had in the script something like mark was saying uh, peter come to the office now um and then mark like screamed like very angrily said like like yelled at peter and was like peter come to the office now please when you have a spare moment or something like that and um, we were talking to him like, why, why are you adding? You're saying it really angry, but why are you adding the nicety, nicety, nicety? nicety. nicety. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Mark had conducted this whole story about um, how um, he really had this huge disdain for Peter, but at the same time, um, he got in trouble for um, workplace harassment by HR, so he had to be nice to him. So that's why he's saying, please come to the office, but he just uh, couldn't hold back his disdain for Peter at the same yeah. time. It, I love even, that. Even the scene where they're outside and he's giving the speech and, and he's saying all the right things, but then like, you know, we're an environment that, uh, you know, looks after their staff. And then as soon as the, the main character comes out, he flips out and that sort of thing, which is such a good take of like, like you said, like so many offices where they sit, they're always preaching, you know, we say the right thing here, but then... Yeah. You know, as soon as you turn around the corner and go into a meeting room and you just hear these side conversations. So yeah. I assume it's that's just words. Yeah. yeah. He's just a prick. I love playing a prick. <laughs> and like, but like a prick in an office space. But he yeah, loves like, Brad probably so been much. Like, hey, you can't be too much of a prick. Yeah. That's, that's just sort of the thing that's gone on behind the scene. You know? And it looked like, I mean, it looked like you were having a heap of fun with it, but was there like a lot of improvisation? I mean, yeah. Riley, you just spoke about some improvisation with, you know, putting pleas on there and, and that. But in general, Mark, was there a lot there? Uh, like, a, like a little bit. It was, it was uh, you know, like the script was really, really quite strong. So uh, uh, w what we would do was um, just do the script, you know, get that right. And then yep. when and, and if we had the time, then I was sort of like very much given the, the freedom to just kind of play and add and 
and and uh, there was a, just a very nice kind of like dialogue between uh, the three of us, I would say, that um, created that sort of environment where it's like let's get what's on what's on the page and then fuck around with it a bit, and then there's a little bit of the fucking around that ended up in the in 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 the movie, which is Ooh, always yeah. nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> I assume, Mark, as well, you would have uh, been a method actor as well. So all leading up to it, you just around the set and things like that would have just been telling people off and all that sort of stuff. Is that no? Uh... I'm a very nice person. How dare you? Nice. How <laughs> dare you assume? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. And and as a project, I mean, how many days of filming were there for for a short film like this? It was four. Maybe. I think four, yeah. yeah. Maybe like a pickup nighttime shoot yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 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 Well, and then it's a pro- like in terms of from writing to completion, I mean, how long was that process for you guys? Fairly long time because we did it, we wrote it during COVID. And then there was such and a wait. You, we didn't do anything for ages during the lockdowns. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, we decided to move to Sydney um, right after it. So that slowed down post production a bit, but we finished the film last year and. Now, as you know, it's premiering at Revelation Film Festival this yes. Friday. Yes, very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. And are you guys going to be over there in Perth? Yeah, yeah, we're going. That's awesome. awesome. Have you got? I mean, obviously, Revelation is where everyone should go and see it. But have you got plans for it to uh, to, to continue out outside of Revelation that you'll that people can access it if they don't live in Perth as well? Yeah, it's just going to go through a few more festivals and then. I don't know, in a few months we'll put it online and then everyone can see it there. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that cool. is awesome. Now, something we do on this, or Paul, did you have any other questions? Or I, I was just keen to know if there's going to be a sequel or uh, well, a oh, yeah. <laughs> Without giving away any <laughs> twists, two, obviously. Or, uh... <laughs> uh, maybe it's proof of concept for a feature, but I don't think we can stretch it to nine minutes. <laughs> it's pretty thin. <laughs> if Fast and Furious are up to number 10, I'm pretty sure yeah. you've got there. Yeah. <laughs> you it's a stronger concept than that. Come on. <laughs> We'd be open to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're getting money for it. <laughs> Someone wants to see it as a feature, we'll make it happen. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. All right, we're putting it out there then. Great. Um, what I was going to say is one thing that we do on this podcast with all our guests is we ask them, and it's like it's one of the hardest questions in the world. And I don't expect you to give me a or give us a really concise answer. Um, but it is what is your favorite film? It's a film podcast. We do a lot of nostalgia reviews with some people, so. We just wanted to kick it round and just say, hey, when you say, what is your favorite film? What's the first film that comes to your mind? I know it's like, what is the meaning of life? It's a very tough one. But um, yeah, I don't know who wants to go first. Sure. Um, Thank you, Michael. I don't, I don't know if you know Slapshot. Um, it's like a 1970s George Roy Hill film with Paul Newman. Oh, wow. And he's, uh, he's this really desperate, he's a, a captain coach of this semi-pro hockey team and they're about to go bust, and he just spends a film desperately trying to keep them, keep enough people in the fans, so he gets uh, these Canadian guys to come in and just start fights, so that lots of fans come to just see the fights, and yeah. it is just the loosest film, and it's so funny, and the dialogue is just, like, the swearing in it is just so, so funny, it's just relentless, uh, it's just, it's an easy watch, it's really naturalistic, but it's oh. just, like, Roariously funny. That's awesome. I haven't seen that, I must admit. So I'm gonna I'm writing that down. Slapshot. Yeah. Done. Riley, what do you reckon? 
Um, I'm kind of tossing up at the We lost Riley at a pivotal moment. moment. Between, um, but also, mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry, we, we lost you. Cut out. Sorry, at that a you very was, pivotal yeah. moment. Oh, sorry. I was saying, um, at the moment, I'm really, in, I really enjoyed watching After Sun, which is like a beautiful exploration of like depression. Oh, um, okay. But um, I, um, I really love horror, and I recently watched Infinity Pool. Oh, um, yeah. It's such a creative social satire and it's got so many surprises and gorgeous cinematography and yeah it just keeps you on your toes highly recommend from uh cronenberg's son or daughter or something yeah yeah so good yeah 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 definitely passed on his you know creative yeah yeah Yeah. and mark yeah adaptation oh nice my number Nick. one. That's been my yeah, number one case. since I fucking saw it when I was fourteen. Really, <laughs> I love that fucking movie. It's kooky as shit. Yeah, so, <laughs> like the the arcs. It it just keeps giving. Uh, structurally, it's the most fucking insane movie <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I love the shit out of adaptation because I also yeah. love adaptation. Just the process of it and like yeah. <laughs> I, I i love taking one thing one medium and, and turning it into another I'm, I'm always really uh interested by that but that's not why adaptation is my favorite no film. although it is a great adaptation <laughs> yes yeah this is complicated um no that's a yeah that's a great film too has yeah. it ever almost been knocked off number one spot or it's yeah. just been solid as a rock yeah speed racer yeah <laughs> laugh Laugh, go ahead, laugh. Good choice. Good choice. Sorry. Eraser fucking rules. And you want to talk about adaptation? That is one of the best fucking adaptations out there. I don't give a shit what anyone says. It is so creative. You show me another movie that takes the narrative, like the creativity that it has in the first opening fucking 20 minutes. There is nothing else like that. Yeah, right. There is That's nothing watching. else like that in Western fucking cinema. It is phenomenal. Yeah, right. I, I think it is one of the most perfect adaptations I've ever seen in my life, next to adaptation. Adaptation. Quite <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. I fucking adore that movie. What was Speed Racer? What was the source material of that? Speed uh, Racer, the 60s anime. Oh, the 60s. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And okay. like the Wachowskis oh. took it and turned it into like, they somehow kept like the heart and soul of it and yet made it like American. Um, oh. and, and, and it just, it does a couple of things that those sorts of movies just don't do enough of. And it, and it takes really, makes really interesting choices. And it's just a very simple film. My favorite thing about it is that like, there's never any question about how good Speed Racer is. Yeah. Like, he's the best, he is the best. And there's no, there's never a moment where you're like, oh, he's doubting himself or is it? Nah, fuck that. They're like, <laughs> he is the best. And all yeah. that happens is that shit keeps getting in his way. And then it's like, how is he gonna overcome it? How is he going to prove that he's the best? And it's rare that movies like that do that. They always go for this faux sort of try to make you feel like they're not going to be able to complete the fucking task that they set out to do when you know that they are going to. Yeah. It doesn't patronize you. 
It just does it really fucking well and really interestingly. I could talk about this movie forever. Yeah, you gotta rewatch this. Racer. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I you when you first said Speed Racer, I thought of something completely different. I did to too, honest. actually. I think that's why I was laughing. I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was like a Pixar or some shit when you nah, first nah. Said, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I was like. Yeah, 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 right. That, that changed People everything. Hated it. That. People absolutely awesome. hated it. Came out, I think, in like 2008, which is like the same year as Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull and oh, and, and, yeah. and some other bullshit. I don't know. But it got sandwiched between like two other big movies and it oh. kind of got forgotten about and people, people don't appreciate it. Although there are now a lot of YouTube videos that talk about how great that movie is and how underrated it is. Uh, I'm writing down Speed Racer. Pardon? You really, you really sold it to me. I feel like that should be your number one. It shouldn't be adaptation. Well, I don't have yeah, to sell adaptation because everyone knows, knows that it. adaptation is a great little art film. It's fucking Charlie Kaufman's fucked in the head. He does weirdo shit. I don't have to sell that. Speed Racer, I got to sell. Yeah, you came in hot <laughs> on that too, Mark. Yeah. I like it. Well, I really love it. I'm yeah. really passionate oh, we about yeah. how good that movie is. And like every time I sit someone down and show it to them for the first time, they're always like. Fuck, that's pretty good. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about you were channeling the, the boss uh, from the film. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you, I just did that's me. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you all. It, and it's um, it's a great film that you put together, the short film, Bold yeah. Future. And as we've discussed, it is um, going to premiere at the Revelation Perth international film festival it'll air alongside the feature film holy shit on friday the 14th of july at 10 15 p.m at luna leaderville but yeah you got to see this it's a very funny short film so once again congratulations guys it was, it was really cool and we Thank should mention- so thanks so much no dramas should, guys should mention as well um so to go to www.revelationfilmfest.org um that's fest not festival um so www.revelationfilmfest.org for tickets um and we look forward to the uh, feature length uh, follow up or or eight part <laughs> yep. mini series or whatever yep. it's going to be um, so. thank you <laughs> to stan yeah done. <laughs> uh, uh, awesome it's been great guys yeah thanks so much for your time that was that was fun you're very welcome thank you for having us no worries (laughs) all right guys bye